Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. 501 is the time. Chris Ello. Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios today. I haven't got yelled at as badly as I thought I would get yelled at today after the uh, open of the program. Uh, Padres lost again, and it was another heartbreaker. 5-4 to the St. Louis Cardinals. Tommy Edmond, he of uh, La Jolla Country Day High School fame, hit a two-run homer, went two outs in the bottom of the ninth off Josh Hader. It's almost like if we would have told you before the game that that's how this one was going to end, you would have said, nah, that's too Hollywood. I don't know. At this point in the year, I would have But we should have okay. almost expected it to happen. Yep. Josh Hader got the first two outs at the bottom of the ninth inning, and then, well, ah. Uh, a double by the uh, rookie shortstop. What's his name? He's in like a hundred. Mason, somebody. I don't know. I mean, just another no-name guy. And then uh, next thing you know, uh, Edmonds uh, clocking one, and uh, Cardinals walk off second night in a row. Tommy Edmond beats the Padres. He beat him last night. He beats him today, and both times against Josh Hader. Josh Hader suffers a loss in back-to-back games. Padres are now 6-22 and in one-run games. That is beyond unbelievable. You can't try. I mean, I, I know all the people who keep saying the Padres just don't care. Even if you didn't care, you couldn't be that bad on purpose. They're also 0-11 now in extra inning games after last night's extra inning defeat. All right, let's... Uh, I got. Um, <laughs> I have a reason, actually. You got a reason for what? For why they're so bad. Oh, people uh, from Don on is this Twitter. From, oh, this is from Don. It's yes. not from you. No, people say the baseball gods have punished the Padres. Who removed a sacrificial piece from Mexico while they were there? <laughs> I agree. No, they, nothing. Would they you. remove? Uh, like some Aztec thing or something, and you know the curse followed them, or not a curse because I don't believe in curses, but the bad luck followed them. Uh huh. Okay. Is that a Don? Z- I thought that was hilarious. Don, pretty funny. Is that, uh, yeah, funny? It, look, let me just tell you this, Don. If Scraby is the only one who thinks your thing is funny, then you might want to try again. Because Scraby's got just the craziest sense of humor. Oh, Bobby's back too on that Twitter. That makes no sense. Mis- no mis- You're going to give Bobby another tweet? Sure. You already gave him one. I know. Give I know. another one? Yeah. All because right. Bobby, Bobby seems rational as well as just. 
frustrated with his team. Okay. But he said they, the call from Gilberto is a perfect example. This year the Padres were prey, and next year they'll be hunters and hungry. And you said that's well said. No offense to Gilberto, but that makes astrology look like hard science. It's not a rational explanation. Which, you're right. There is no rational explanation. Yeah. We've tried for rational explanations. I, I don't see it. The only rational explanation that you know might make some sense to me about what happened to this team is that and and I don't it's not true because I don't have anything to back it up. But maybe they just for whatever reason the mix of this particular group has been more toxic than we've been led to believe. But the only reason I don't buy that is that I talk to somebody who travels with this team every day of my life for three hours. Dave Marcus? Yes. <laughs> and Dave Marcus would tell me that, you know what, this just isn't the right fit. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Tony is who I'm speaking of. But of course. It's, you know, Tony's with these guys every day. If this was a toxic locker room, if this was a toxic ball club, somebody would know by now. So I just don't think that's the, I don't think that's right. Perfect example of that would be the White Sox and what happened with them a few weeks ago when mm-hmm. after Tim Anderson got in the fight with uh, Jose Ramirez, there were players on the team that said that Tim Anderson was a problem, and then Yonder Alonso, uh, yeah, it was Yonder Alonso, slapped him across the face for something that he said. Mm-hmm. We would have heard about incidents like this if there was something happening. I think so. So, but you know, there's just uh, there's not a lot of things to explain going six and twenty two in extra inning games. No. All right, we got a chance for you to win a Fernando Tatis Jr. bobblehead doll. We're going to give it away in this segment. So don't go anywhere. The phone number is eight three three two eight eight zero nine seven three. I will tell you when to call in. So don't call in now. Don't call in in five minutes. Call in when I tell you to call in, and you'll have a chance to win the Fernando Tatis Jr. bobblehead doll. It's a limited edition doll. Did you know that, Scraby? Limited edition. They're going to be giving away to everybody else on Tuesday, September the 5th. That's next Tuesday when the Padres host the Philadelphia Phillies. First 40,000 fans in attendance next Tuesday night will get a Fernando Tatis Jr. bobblehead doll. It is the final bobblehead offered this season. First pitch is set for 6.40 p.m. next Tuesday. Or, as I said, stay tuned for the next couple of minutes and win one here on the Gwen and Chris Show. Scraby, let's go to today's Daily Gambit. Get some winners oh and goodness. losers oh my in the sports world. I was not ready for this. Well, it's high time you'd be ready. All right. Give me a second. Bada bing. Bada boom. Click, click. Here we go. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answer yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Well, nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. And uh, you know, Chris, what? today is going to get worse for me because we finally have to go over the bets from last night. I had such a good day the other day. I think I got every bet right. 
It was a magical day. You went seven for seven on your picks. You hit your parlay. Yeah. You hit all of our selections. It's the first time it's ever happened, and I expect it'll be the uh, the last time it's ever happened. It'll probably be the last time it ever happens. But um, you did have a magical, magical day a couple of days ago on your picks. I did. I'm sorry to everyone who we didn't get to on the phones today. Thank you for hanging in there, but... Uh, we gave it our best shot we did. We to get as many in as possible. Yes. All right. If you are tired of hunting for the latest clips about the Padres, you can go to the Odyssey app. You can get all the latest podcast episodes all in one place, and it's easy. Just download the app, create an account, search for the teams you care about, and follow, and boom, just like that. The latest from your team right on your homepage. Download the Odyssey app today to get started. Now, I started out with another four-leg parlay. All baseball games and all teams to win on the money line. So we're going to start with the Braves over the Rockies. That did happen. Braves win three to one. That's we'll automatic. go to the Dodgers over the Diamondbacks. That did happen nine to one. Dodgers but are just the Dodgers they're just are now, cruising. You know they're fourteen games clear now in the division. They're just taking off. But you know what? It doesn't seem to matter when they get to the postseason, though, Chris. So there you go. Well, it's look either the, the either the Dodgers or the Braves or both are going to be catastrophic playoff failures because they can't all win the World Series. The Braves and the Dodgers last year had the first two buys. They both lost in the first round. Yes, they did. Or second round. Yes, they did. Uh, Then I had the Mariners over the A's at home thinking my guy George Kirby was on the mound, but he got sick, so they scratched him. A's ended up winning that game 3-1, to so Parlay's dead right there. Yeah. Now, at the U.S. Open, the tennis U.S. Open, Alcaraz, the... Number one player in the world. Or not the number Is he the number one? Yes, he is. All right. He's still ahead of Djokovic in the uh, rankings. There was uh, a bet that Chris put forth over under 28 and a half games. Uh, this one ended up ending early because, is it Kepler or Kepfer? Kepfer. Kep- rolling his ankle and having to withdraw from the match, and it was under 28 and a half games. So Chris and I are going to take this as a win because both we of us We are taking under. that as a win. I don't know if they would pay us in Vegas. I but- think they would because the winner was Alcaraz. Well, no, I mean it's not who wins. It's uh, it was That's under games. twenty-eight games, but I guess and the they official were under match... twenty-eight and a half games when this guy rolled his ankle. I'll tell you one thing: I'd be upset if I bet the over, though. Yeah, and the guy got hurt, but I, I don't know whether you know an injury counts in the vetting, but for us it does. So we're going to take it as a win. Now the Sparks in the Sky played last night in the WNBA. The Sparks were four and a half point favorites. Chris said he would like for to bet on the Sky. I said I would like to bet on the Sparks, and the Sky won by one point seventy six seventy five. Yes, I won that one, and you finally lost one. Now, yes, and yes, and it doesn't get any better for me. Now, Sandy Alcantara, he was pitching for the Miami Marlins against the Rays last night. He needed twenty and a half outs. Over under would he last twenty and a half outs? Chris said under. I said over, and it was under. He only went five and two thirds, so that's seventeen outs. Seventeen outs. He missed it by uh, a lot. by three, and he gave up a bunch of runs too. It's been a really bad season for him. Coming after he wins the Cy Young Award, yeah. So go figure. You win the Cy Young Award the next year, your team is much better, but you're terrible. <laughs> yes, so that's, that's just true. really hard to explain. Um, and then the last bet was the pitcher that faced the Padres last night. I can't remember his first Zach name. Thompson. Zach Thompson. Zach Thompson, over under 14 and a half outs. Chris said over. I said under. And he only went four innings, so he went 12 outs. I get that one right. I guess I didn't do as bad as I thought. You were two and two. And for the week, you're now five and two. Hmm. I was three and one. For the week, I am now four and three. So you and I are separated by one game. 
as we head into tonight's picks. What do you have for tonight? Anything? I don't have anything for tonight. Nothing for tonight. No. All right, I have these three matchups for you. Here we go. In the uh, world of tennis, I wanted to bring this guy up because he's a San Diegan. Shine a light on Taylor Fritz. He's the number nine ranked player in the world. He went to Torrey Pines High School for about a week. <laughs> and then he dropped out and he ended up going to some tennis academy. But he's a Delmar. Well, it seemed like it worked out for him. He's a Delmar kid or, you know, North County kid, Lucadia, somewhere around there. But Taylor Fritz is a top 10 player in the world. So we got to know who he is. Tonight he takes on Juan Pablo Varela in the first round of the U.S. Open. Taylor Fritz is favored by eight and a half games. Oh, wow. I don't really have a scouting report on this. But I'll take Fritz, and I'll give eight and a half games just because I wanted to talk a little bit about Taylor Fritz. But he's got to win 6-3-6-3-6-3 or better because 6-3-6-3-6-3 would be winning by nine games total. You can also take the other guy, Scraby, if you'd like, and take take the uh, plus eight and a half games. I'm going to do that because it seems like eight and a half games is a lot. All right, you're going to take the other guy. Even if Fritz wins... You're going to take the guy who's not from San Diego. Yeah, correct. All right, I'm going to take the guy from San Diego. Uh, One other uh, women's match, uh, Iga Swiatek, the number one player in the world, takes on Kajo Juan. How do you spell that last name? Uh, I don't know. Okay. J-W-A-N, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, 17 and a half games total. Total, over, under. Over, under. That means if Swiatek wins 6-2-6-3, you'd be looking at 17 games. So it's got to go more than that in order to be an over. What do you think? Scrape? I'm going over. You're going over. Yeah. So she'll get over. Yeah. The other gal will stay around. Yes. Swatek has has a habit of beating these people 6-1-6-0. I mean, she just does not mess around. I don't think she'll mess around here. All right. So I'm going to say under. Under. Finally, game starts in about a half an hour. Kyle Freeland of the Colorado Rockies goes after the world-beating Atlanta Braves. Over-under for strikeouts tonight for Kyle Freeland. A paltry three and a half. That's it, huh? They don't expect either A, for him to last very long, or B, for him to strike too many guys out. Uh, They did put a stat up on on the TV last week. That Kyle Freeland's average fastball velocity is the lowest of any starter in all of Major League Baseball. Wow. So with that knowledge and the fact that he's at Coors Field and he's playing the Braves, do you think he can get over three and a half strikeouts? I go first. Um, Okay. Good. Over. Over. Surprise pick. Uh, 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 You know I've watched the Braves more so than... Most teams. Most teams this year. And the Braves get out to big leagues early. Big leads, not leagues. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Freeland's coming out of the game. I'm going to say under. Going to go under. Yep, under. Freeland's got to get through the first inning or second inning. He's got a chance to lose 20 games this year. I think he ought to be pretty proud of that. (laughs) I think he's got 14 (laughs) losses, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, he's not going to get to 20, hopefully. What? I said he's not going to get to 20, hopefully. Hopefully for him, he's got he's got five or six losses left in him, don't you think? He's <laughs> he's know. actually he's actually five and thirteen, so he'd need to lose seven in a row here that, down the that's stretch. That's hard to do. That's hard. Yeah, but even you, if you're on the Rockies, even if you're on the Rockies, that's hard to do. You say. All right, let's get to our bobblehead giveaway. 
Chance for you to win a Fernando Tatis Jr. bobblehead. Here is today's question. And then after I ask you the question, I'll tell you to call in. What pitcher, along with Clayton Kershaw, has Fernando Tatis Jr. hit the most career home runs off of? Asked in another way. Fernando's hit four career home runs off Clayton Kershaw. There's another pitcher that he's also hit four career home runs off of. Who is that pitcher? First person with the correct answer at 833-288-0973. Can't believe I still, after all this time, forget the phone number. I mean, don't even, I, I can't even trust you with the hotline. It's unbelievable. 833-288-0973. First person with the correct answer, who is Fernando Tatis Jr. hit the most career home runs off of, along with Clayton Kershaw being one, who is the other one? First person who gets that right gets a bobblehead. We'll check traffic while you dial in on 97.3 The Fan. Scraby says we're going through this kind of sort of quick. It is our uh, big five for the uh, day, and a uh, good show today. Well done on the phone calls. You guys carried it for like two and a half hours there. Yeah, so, very nice. I uh, hope everybody got at least uh, feeling a little better. Was able to get their thoughts and stuff in on this uh, just awful Padres season. There's no other way to describe it. Uh, but there are some other things going on in the sports world. This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by South Norte Tequila. Savor South Norte Mexican-inspired premium tequila cocktails made with real tequila and real juice. Sip on a classic margarita, uh, an authentic paloma, Ooh. or crack open a matador, Ooh. or the Mexican mule. Ooh, I did love mules back in the day. Pick yours up at Stater Brothers, Ralph's, and more. And Scraby said I was supposed to read that twice on the show. I've only read it once, so I'm going to read it again right now. <laughs> no, 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 you are not. We're going to the big five. All right. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. And the Big Five is sponsored by Smart and Final this Labor Day. Stock up and save. Shop Smart and Final and get low prices on everything you need to throw the ultimate Labor Day cookout. Get it all in one trip, and that's it at Smart and Final. A little sad, Chris, because uh, the cookout season is uh, coming to an end here very soon. we got to have a little uh, little uh, Labor Day cookout at our house. Oh, you guys are going to? to well, I hope so. Oh, I hope okay. so. I'm not a good cookout guy. Really? I, you know what? I, I take that back. I'm so old now and crotchety that I don't like getting the barbecue out and uncovering it and cleaning it all up and getting it ready and all of the things that go with it. But once I get all that done, then I cook up a storm, a storm? On, really? the, on the grill. Yeah. All right. All right. So once I can get through all of the cobwebs and get to the actual grill... Then I'm then I'm pretty. You're good. a neat and tidy like guy, it. so I imagine this grill has to be pretty clean. It's when pretty you... clean already, but yeah, it's still got to dig it out. You know, pull it out into the uh, into the yard and fight off the yeti and cover it. That's and... sleeping under it. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's a bit of a battle that goes along with getting ready for the barbecue. But once I get it ready, then I'm good. All right, then I'm good. There, he's good. Yeah. Uh, Do we say that Greg won the Fernando? P- no, we didn't. Junior? Very good job by Greg. He was about the twelfth call. Yeah, a lot of people took called. a lot of people to call in. Mary Carol Kelly is the other pitcher that Fernando Tatis Jr. has hit the most career home runs off of. He's hit four against Kershaw and four against Merrill Kelly. Greg was able to come up with that answer, so he will get the Fernando Tatis Jr. bobblehead yes. doll. Po- uh, pos- uh, Sorry, everybody. Wow. Popular guess was Julio Urias from the Dodgers. Julio was guessed a but few that times. That was not it. All True right. That. Number five. I've been thinking a lot about the offseason the last couple days, Chris, and there is a move the Padres, I think, have to make. They need to trade Trent Grisham. His defense, we know, is great, but he isn't giving you much of anything at the plate, and this would be okay on certain teams, but the Padres need bats at the bottom of the lineup. That's what we're seeing this year. So, Chris, how would you handle center field this offseason? I would make a change. I would. I, I, I've said it last year. I, I don't think you I, I said it all last year. I said I don't think you can go to the World Series with your starting center fielder hitting one eighty six. They almost proved me wrong, but ultimately they didn't make it. I, I, I don't think Trent Grisham hits well enough to play a center field for a championship team, and I've said this before. 
you know, he's had some important home runs. Yeah. He seems to have done a little bit better this year than he did last year. But it's not enough. So I would I would entertain Moody Fernando Tatis Jr. to center field. And um, I don't know whether it has to be a rookie or, you know, somebody you get, you know, in, right. in, in a trade or something to play right field. Or if you move uh, Soto to right and Jackson Merrill comes up and play, I, I got to try something else because yeah. I just don't think I can make it work with Grisham in center. No, I'm right there with you. Uh, really? I like Trent Grisham. Yes, I do too. I, I want him to do so much better, but. I just have seen. I've seen. <sighs> Too many at bats that are not that don't come to fruition due to many different things. Due to looking at strike three, due to swinging and striking out. Um, there just needs to be something more from that part of the lineup, and we've seen this year when Trent Grisham gets up, when uh, some of the other guys at the bottom of the lineup get up, there's not much excitement for it because we kind of already know what's going to happen. Tell me you don't feel much con- you don't feel much confidence when Grisham's coming no, up. If no, he but- does something, you're, you're pleased. Yeah. Of course, you're rooting for him. He's on your club. But- and he has these moments, too, where I'm like, all right, maybe he can turn it around. But it's just not happening, and I think that you need to look elsewhere. Because Fernando could play center field at gold glove level, I think. Fernando can? Yeah, I think. I mean, he's playing gold glove level in right field, so Probably can. Uh, During the negotiations between the Colts and other teams for Jonathan Taylor, the Colts apparently asked the Dolphins, Chris, for star wide receiver Jalen Waddell and more and more in exchange for Taylor, according to Miami Herald. A recent report from ESPN highlighted the Packers were also in on Taylor. They acknowledged the Dolphins' interest in the back as well, so that's two reports saying this. Um, the two, side, two sides also discussed deals that included draft picks and players, but none of it was enticing enough for Indy to agree to. So I'm up first. Would you have been okay with giving up Jalen Waddle For Jonathan Taylor. To get Taylor. Jonathan Taylor? No. No, you got to keep Jalen Waddle. Him and Tyreek are a good team. Tua can get him the ball. Uh, he's too important to the Dolphins' offense. Jonathan Taylor is going to come in and he's going to be a good player, but it's going to take him long to get into the offense. I just it, 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 and they say Jalen Waddle in more. I mean, I'd basically go straight up for Jalen Waddle and Jonathan Taylor, but I'm not doing this if I'm the Dolphins. Chris? Well, you don't have to worry about it because the Dolphins didn't do it. Yeah, right? but what would They're you do? They're not going to. Um, well, I wouldn't have done it either. I, I, I Here's why I wouldn't have done it, though. I think I think Raheem Mostert uh, and Jeff Wilson, uh, what they have now at running back, that is better than what they would have had left at wide receiver had they traded Jalen Waddle. So that's why I don't think it would have been a yeah. smart move for the Dolphins. Yeah, good point. They would have improved with Jonathan Taylor running back, but then they had a big hole at receiver. Yeah. The Dolphins are still looking for a third receiver, you know, or a fourth receiver, whatever it is when you spread things out. Braxton Berrios is the guy that they've got in the slot now. Uh, Cedric Wilson has been released and re-signed. Miami doesn't have another receiver after those main two guys. So they couldn't afford to trade Jalen Waddle, even to get somebody as good as Jonathan Taylor. There. Uh, agree. Right. I feel bad for Jonathan Taylor, though. He's going to be sitting around for a little bit, I think. Well, yeah. You make your bed, you lie in it. I know you want to. You want these guys to all to make a ton of money, but he wasn't eligible to quite make it yet. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, I didn't make the rules. You know, go play, put up another big season, and you're going to get tons of money at some point, but... 
Anyway, he wanted his money now, and he's going to get nothing and like it, <laughs> as it turns out. Uh, Bryce Harper hit a go-ahead two-run home run to right center field in the eighth inning today in the Phillies' 10-8 loss to the Angels at Citizens Bank Park. It okay. was his 300th homer of Bryce Harper's career. Yes, it was. And that's a lot of home runs. Chris, He's only a little behind Manny now. Manny yeah, that's hit true. his 300th that's true. earlier this year. Chris, is Bryce Harper a living Hall of Famer? Living Hall of Famer? Or, I guess, active Hall of yeah, Famer. Yeah, that's kind of a weird way to ask Because there's a lot it. of Hall of Famers living. Yeah, I mean... Uh, well, are I we mean, watching a live Hall of Famer? I think we are. I, I think we are. He's got two MVPs. He's got a Rookie of the Year. He's got a World Series championship. He's got seven All-Star games in 11 years. What do I always say? If you're one of the best players at your position for a decade, in the era in which you play, you belong in the Hall of Fame. Bryce Harper's been one of the best players at his position, whatever position that is, for the last 10 years. The only thing that has limited him at all is the injuries. And even so... Some of those aren't even his, like... Some of them haven't been as bad as you think. I mean, this guy, the first eight years of his career, he played never played less than 120 games. So, you know, last couple years he's had some injury issues, but he's also in the 10th and 11th year of his career. So... Yeah, Bryce Harper Hall of Fame. What you said. Number two. I saw something on Good Morning Football today, and the question was, one I've never really thought about this offseason, but they were talking about the Buffalo Bills, or the Buffalo Bills, as I like to call them, and whether or not they have kind of flown under the radar this offseason and preseason. Last year, there was a ton of hype. This year, I don't really see as much hype as I kind of expected. So I'm up first. Why do you think there's less hype around them this year? I've been trying to figure out an answer, Chris, ever since I wrote this question. And I have no idea why there's not as much hype around this team. I think there should be a ton more hype around this team because all the hype the last couple years has ended in early playoff uh, defeats. I feel like the pressure is on the Bills right now. And I feel like that should be newsworthy enough to talk about can the Bills make it through to the Super Bowl after losing the last two years. So... I'm not real sure, but I believe they should be hyped. Chris? Um, yeah, the Bills have disappointed, uh, you know, come up short. Yeah, they have Josh Allen, the, but one the of the greatest reason, quarterbacks of the league right they now. They do, and they, they should be another great season. But the, the reason they haven't had the same hype is because the Jets have stolen all of it. Mm, that's a good point. Didn't the Jets about have that stolen either. all the hype in the American uh, Conference, and especially the AFC East. That's all anybody's talking about. Hard knocks, the Jets, Aaron Rodgers, all the signings. Dolphins still have some love, so this is probably good for the Bills because they can uh, they can uh, you know hold a grudge. They can hold a grudge. Yeah. Yes, they could. Yeah, they can. Uh, all right, the Mets have had it with rumors involving slugger Pete Alonso. Chris, they're also rejecting any notion that the first baseman is a toxic clubhouse presence, as WFA and Sal Licata indicated earlier this month. Uh, when asked about this rumor, Mets bench coach Eric Chavez told Fox Sports MLB reporter Disha Tozar to to print the following. He said, put this in your story. Quote, that's ridiculous. Whoever said that is dumb. It's just BS. So uh, Pete Lonzo also got back at this saying, I haven't really seen this guy much around the locker room this season, so I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, my question to you, Chris, we're radio guys. If we fibbed a story... To make things more exciting, should we face some sort of punishment? 
Uh, well, first of all, the punishment we should face is the fact that people don't believe us anymore. Yes. That's enough punishment in and itself. Yeah, and people are having trouble with this guy now. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm having trouble with people like this who just say a bunch of stuff hoping, you know, throw spaghetti against the wall, hope it sticks type of thing. I will say this from what I can tell about Pete Alonzo. I have no idea whether he's toxic <laughs> or not, but I know one thing. He is a strange guy. He's strange, Some yes. of the things he says and does, like throwing that poor kid's first hit up into the stands, <laughs> the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Pete Alonso's a little bit cuckoo. He is. He is. But I don't know that he's toxic, and it, it seems like it's you know really, really cruddy reporting. So I think we would. Uh, it's up to this radio station if they want to if they want to have him on with the you know idea that he makes stuff up. That that's on them. I feel like you should be suspended at least one suspended? show for, okay. for making up something that this like that could get back to the team like this because obviously WFN huge radio station may even carry the Mets. So yeah, it's a weird thing. Weird nah. thing to say. But all right, we got to try to get our Aztec interview with Kirk Kenny in. So let's take a break and uh, come back with that when we return. And share to your heart's content. Hi, this hour on 97.3 The Fan. I told you I was going to read it twice. It's brought to you by South Norte Tequila. Savor South Norte Mexican-inspired premium tequila cocktails made with real tequila and real juice. Sip on a classic margarita and an authentic Paloma or crack open a Matador or the Mexican Mule. Pick yours up at Stater Brothers Ralph's and more. Let's check traffic. Kirk Kenny is along now to give us a little update on the San Diego State football Aztecs. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Indeed, We are joined by Kirk Kenny of the San Diego Union Tribune, a frequent contributor to the program. And, of course, the San Diego State football season is underway. Aztecs knock off the University of Ohio 20-13 to on Saturday. Another home game coming up this Saturday against Idaho State. And, Kirk, uh, before we get to the game, because I definitely want to talk more about the game than anything else, but let's just get the white elephant out of the way. The Again, the attendance, it, it just kind of surprises me. I, You know, I, I, San Diego State has done all it, could, it, it, it can do to try to, you know, improve its lot, improve its situation. Uh, through no fault of its own, the Pac-12 kind of collapsed on them at the last second. 
But you open up a season, you got this beautiful stadium. I, I the students were fantastic. I mean, they were they were packed into the student section, but again, and a, a whole side of that stadium just uh, was not really attended and uh, it's got to have Aztec officials kind of scratching their heads a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, as you said, the students came out very well, and I expect even more will come out this week. I have a feeling they're going to open up some sections and let as many students come in as want to attend. Uh, I just think their pricing model was uh, was not calculated as correctly for this market as it might have been. Um, I think the prices are too high, and that's reflected in the uh, visitor side. Uh, I think this week again they're going to they're going to be hurting for fans. Um, so we'll see that it'll be I think much better for the UCLA game, uh, but ticket prices even for that one are are higher. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how they kind of figure this out. And uh, I, I would think in the next season or two they'll try and dial it in a little bit better. So that's interesting because yesterday we're talking to Kirk Kenny here on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline, and um, that we talked about it yesterday and Chris basically said it was because of the opponents that they play, but you're saying that they're you're, you're expecting more people here on Saturday night, but that's a I, it was Idaho State. He's expecting more. He's expecting more students. More Saturday students. Night. Okay, so, all right. But yeah. students, yeah. I guess they're just trying. They just need to fill up the stadium any way possible. But do you think it is a uh, a problem with the opponents that they're playing? Uh, I think it's more the ticket pricing than the opponent. Um, Prices for this game range from thirty to one hundred and ten dollars plus fees, which add another twenty to thirty percent. Um, and I, I just don't think a lot of people want to pay that much to go to a game. And on top of which, it, you know, the whole temperature thing and all—it was eighty-three degrees at kickoff. One thing I'm going to monitor this weekend: I'm going to look for what the temperatures are across the nation for other football games and report that and what their attendance is, because you know, I. It was 83 degrees. I know it's hot if you're sitting in the sun, but it's not like it's not like sitting on the sun. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it does seem like people have been – honestly, Kirk, I mean, over the year, and we'll move on because I really want to talk about the game and, and what this team has, but it, honestly, over the years, it seems like there's been different excuses at different times for why people don't support Aztec football the way I feel like they should and – and I really believe the interest in the Aztecs is, is really close to being at an all-time high after what the basketball team did. And, again, I, I feel for these kids that go out there and play in front of a half-empty stadium, and I, I just wish it was something that would, would somehow magically change. And if, if they have to get the prices lower in order to get more people, this beautiful stadium deserves to be filled up. All right, let's move on. Let's get into the game. Uh, I was really impressed with their defense as I always am with Brady Hope, but this is a game that could have gotten away from them had they not, you know, stopped a couple of drives early in the football game, and then got that huge turnover right before halftime. Because I, I think Ohio seemed to really have control of the game, even even when they brought the backup quarterback in. They were their drives were more impressive than what the Aztecs were doing. But Brady Hope and uh, that defense came up big when they had to. Yeah, the uh, Ohio really seemed to move the ball until it got to crunch time, got to red zone time, and then the Aztecs stiffened up and made plays. So they, in fact, outgained Aztecs in offensive yardage, but when it came time to you know, get it in the end zone, they couldn't do it until the last two minutes. And uh, State, their defense, I think they want to be able to get more pressure on the quarterback, uh, but 
they did they did very well. You know, three takeaways with interceptions. They should have had a fourth, I think, that would have um, made it even more lopsided, a 100-yard return yeah. by uh, Marcus Ratcliffe that was called back. Uh, but the defense really led the way, and then the offense came around too. Talking to Kirk Kenny, Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Fan Hotline, and we had uh, Ryan Lindley on the show last week, and he was talking about the offense and what kind of goals he has for the team. What would you say you thought about the offense in the first week? I think it's definitely a work in progress. A little disappointed early on that they weren't able to able to do a little bit more, but I was impressed, and I think it's something to build on that toward the end of the First half, they had a, a touchdown drive that they completed in 44 seconds. And then in the uh, fourth quarter, they had a 10-play drive that also was very impressive. Uh, Jalen Maiden hit seven straight passes to five different guys, and they were able to, to put that one in the end zone as well. So I think those are definitely things to build on, and we'll just see how they can progress. Yeah, it was kind of weird because for, for long stretches of the game, their offense was was pretty inept. And a lot of three and outs and, you know, quick drives and going backwards. And then just out of nowhere, right before halftime, 44 seconds, bam. And, 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 I mean, how about Riverboat gambling Brady Hoke going for the touchdown with six seconds to go in the half? You know, when, when Jaden Maiden dropped back to pass, I thought this has got to be a, just a fade pattern to the corner of the end zone. There's no time for anything else. And once he pulled the ball down started running around, I'm like, oh, no, they're not even going to get a field goal. And then, uh, fortunately, the tight end popped wide open. So uh, Brady gambled and won. Yeah, and he, he said afterwards that he just wanted to show some confidence in the offense and, and also some confidence in his defense. And I, I think it spoke volumes to be able to you know try and go for it there and then come through for it. Uh, Kirk, I get asked a lot about the Aztecs football team because everybody knows they have a great defense. But this year, my biggest uh, question I don't know how to answer is who is going to or what position is going to make the Aztecs win this year? Well, on offense, they've talked about the tight ends a lot. And, and we saw with Mark Redman had two touchdown catches. And I think the tight end group as a whole had about seven receptions, whereas last year they averaged about two, two and a half catches a game. So that's a place where they really stepped up. And I, I do think the wide receiver room is going to show marked improvement. They had a true freshman, Balin Brooks. He, he came and had a couple of receptions. I think he'll be fun to watch and watch him progress. And then Makai Shaw, who's a kid from Scripps Ranch, who's kind of stepped into that leadership role, and he came out and had a very big day as well. So I, I think both those groups are going to continue to progress. And, and the running back room is also pretty good. So I think the potential is there for the offense to be pretty good. You know, the other thing that I thought was impressive was the performance of uh, the punter uh, slash kicker, uh, Browning. I know he did miss a short field goal, and he was probably upset with himself for that, but he hit a long field goal, and his punts were just off the charts. I mean, I, we go from Matt Ariza to this. The Aztecs have had themselves a nice uh, little stretch here with these punters, and it, it doesn't sound like a lot to a lot of fans out there, but the field position with the defense you have is a big deal. Yeah, you're right. It, you know, for years and years, we've always thought of, oh, here comes the punter. But it's Matt Ariza and now with uh, Jack Browning, they've both made it where you kind of, you know, wait a sec before you head off to the concession stand or the restroom after the punt. <laughs> um, it, and it's really fun to watch it. And especially, I even in, I notice it in practice is the ball just booms off the foot differently than most guys. Yeah. And, and the first punt against Ohio – the returner had to back up five or ten yards and turn his shoulders to, to go get that ball. It was, I think, a 60-yarder. Uh, so it's very impressive, and, it, and it's really become a weapon for him. 
Talking to Kurt Kenny here on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, and I'm going to bring it up even though I don't even want to talk about the conference situation anymore because I don't think there's anything left to do. Very annoyed by everything. But do you think this is something that is hovering over the team? I don't necessarily think that the players are going to be affected by it, but do you think some of the other pieces like the coaching staff, like uh, the athletic director, J.D. Wicker, do you think this is kind of hovering over them? I don't think day-to-day it is for the most part. I mean, they're they're into their season, so you're just focusing on the next opponent. Especially if you're a senior, it wasn't really going to impact you anyway because you're going to be gone by the time anything would have changed. And now we're, we're more than into all these stories and discussion and on and on, and nothing's really happened. So I just think until actually someone got some definitive news, it's not something that really impacts their lives. I think the next thing we're going to see is what happens with Cal and Stanford. If they do, in fact, go to the ACC and leave Oregon State and Washington State behind, then that's where there might be some renewed interest in, okay, do they get um, embraced by the Mountain West, or how does that all shake out? Yeah, Aztec football off to a 1-0 start. That's good news. Uh, They'll play Idaho State this weekend, and UCLA the weekend after that. So they get three games at home. Then they go to Oregon State. I mean, there's some pretty nice games on the schedule. Uh, Boise State, uh, I mean, you know, look, there's some good games to go to, and I, I just implore, I hope people will go out and support this this team, these kids. Uh, they didn't they didn't price out the tickets, you know? I mean, it, they go out and play their butts off, and, and I think they play pretty good football. You know, a lot of people complained last year that it wasn't an exciting product. I've always maintained, I, Kirk, we went through a lot of years with, you know, and I don't want to point out fingers to Tom Kraft or anybody like that. It's just his name came to mind as coach. But they used to lose a lot of high-scoring games. Now they win a lot of lower-scoring games. If I had my choice, I'd take winning lower-scoring games, wouldn't you? Uh, I would, too. And that, that's one thing that's really puzzled me through this, you know, 12 years of or 13 years of, of very good success. Um, and, and I scratch my head because in the Marshall Falk era 30 years ago, they would get crowds of 45, 50,000, have some high scoring games, but they had a lot of losses during that time too. Yeah. And, and it, it really puzzles me how they can, you know, not draw better than they do when they have, uh, years and years of success. All right, Kirk. So when I texted you and said, hey, you're ready to come on the show, you said, yes, I'm just going to have to uh, put aside my show Bonanza for a second is what you were watching. So sell me on Bonanza. What episode, if there is one episode for me to watch, which storyline is it? Well, Matt, with a show like Bonanza, you can't just I see. I, I kind of figured you I was can't go wrong. Just watch any episode, and you'll be hooked, right? Okay, Kirk? sell it to me. What? Why would I like it? Yeah, what's the big hook for Bonanza, Kirk? Okay, this is Bonanza, but it's also the the Western genre in general. Uh, it's nice in life to see some situation resolved in an hour, and <laughs> and and especially when uh, when when good almost always succeeds over evil. There you go. But I uh, I kind of want evil sometimes to succeed over good. Yes, you do because you're a strange oh, oh. person. It's a TV show. Matt, Matt, that's someone something to talk about with your counselor. <laughs> I do. We talk about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's uh, Matt's counselor has to work overtime to try to take oh, care yeah. of this guy. <laughs> oh yeah, she's probably listening maybe, right now. Maybe you and your counselor sit down and and listen to Bonanza. Yes, you and your counselor uh, should watch a couple of Bonanza episodes. I'm gonna have maybe to... you would start turning your your mind around, Scraby. I I'm you know what? I'm going to text her right now and see if she knows what Bonanza is. 
Because, what it is? Yeah, yeah. Or if she's ever watched it before, I'm gonna text her right now. Everybody knows what Bonanza is. It's an all-time show. It's a Hall of Fame type television show. All right, all right. back geez, in the day. Geez. All right, Kirk Kenny, Hall of Fame reporter for the San Diego Union Tribune. If he's not yet, he will be one day. Kirk, thanks so much for everything. As always, go back to your TV shows, <laughs> and uh, we'll see you this weekend uh, out at the Snapdragon, and uh, catch up to you again next week and talk a little Aztec football. Thanks again for the report. All right, thanks, guys. All right, Kirk Kenny right there uh, getting it done. As always, on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, save money the right way, premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Chevrolet, find new roads. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. You did pretty good, Chris. Thank you. Bonanza was the number one show on television in the years 1964, 1965, and 1966. Three straight years, number one rated show. It was on 14 years from 1959 to 1973. I will try and watch an episode tonight. Let me know how you like it, because okay. I'm not going to try and watch okay. it. <laughs> Thank you to Kirk Kenny. Thanks to everybody who called in today. More Gwen and Chris tomorrow at 2 on 97.3 The Fan. Night, night. <laughs> Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.